Hello, and welcome to Stories from the Journey. My name is James Legoski, and I am the author of the Journey Poetry Series. In our first show, I talked about my friend's suicide and hearing the song uh, The End by The Doors and how it affected me while the song was playing. And then I mentioned that I had wrote my first poem a few days after that happened. It was more to put a, a memorial in the paper for my friend. The thing of it is, is that after I wrote that poem, I wrote another one the next day. And another one the next day. And before I knew it, some. Some days I was writing two or three poems in, in one day. I wasn't sure exactly why or this was happening to me because I never really thought of myself as a poet. I never wrote poetry before. If someone would have said to me a few years earlier that I'd be writing poetry, I would have laughed at him. So the thing is, when I describe seeing these visions and hearing what I called whispers, I think the thing that's important to say is that I call them whispers, but later as time went on, I came to realize it was more like what I would describe as vibrations and somehow I was taking these vibrations and basically transcribing them into words and then the words would become a poem. When uh, the course of the next year went by, I wrote around a hundred poems that I'd put away in a folder and uh, that's when it hit me that this was how I was going to keep my promise to Bill and keep his memory alive. In my mind I decided that well I'm going to publish a poetry book and dedicate it in memory of Bill. And by doing that, I figured that, well, people will read the book, which means that his memory will keep going and I'll keep my promise. The thing that I'd like to throw in here is when I wrote about 50 or 60 poems and I'd started writing them into a, uh, a notebook in a book form, my wife made a comment to me that she thought the poems were really good, but they were so dark and I guess depressing in a sense. And she said, I, I need to write something more positive too. I have to really thank my wife for that day because it's what created a balance between 
what it is I wrote about. The thing is, is some of the poems wrote themselves. That's the best way I can describe that. It just seemed like I would have these words circling around in my head. I couldn't ignore it. If I, if I didn't get it out, it would drive me insane because they would just keep repeating and repeating in my head. Well, that, that led me to look more into Jim Morrison and the Doors because it seemed like the writing all started after everything that happened listening to the song that day. And so I actually got a library card for the first time in my life and began to check out any books they had about the Doors, and in particular, Jim Morrison. I don't know why that was at the time that I just suddenly had this obsession with Jim Morrison. I just followed what it was I felt. And over the course of the next six months, I basically read every book they had on their shelves about Morrison. And so then I started to, I guess, study, in a sense, the uh, philosophers that he liked to follow, which would have been uh, Blake and Huxley. And the thing I find interesting is you know, the Doors actually got their name from the novel, The Doors of Perception. And the more I started understanding what it was that, that he, he was describing, it, uh, it made me in a sense, I, I want to say, find an understanding of what was happening to me. I say that because something about writing these poems became more than just writing words. It was like these poems were coming to life. And... For me, some of them, I want to say, had, I don't know a better word to use, so I'll say a religious tone. And for me, I was never a religious person. That isn't to say that, you know, I didn't have my own beliefs. But I guess I want to say that I didn't feel like they were strong enough that I would write poetry about that type of a subject. And I didn't really start thinking about this till I was writing the second and third books that, well, there were particular poems with that subject that when I described the voice I heard standing at that podium at my friend's funeral, it was 
it was a whole feeling that came with that voice. And so some of these poems I felt were coming from that source because they literally, there were times as I'd write these poems, I would feel such an emotion that I'd literally have tears coming down. So, sometimes I think those poems were, they were being dictated to me. I was more or less just writing what I was listening to from my heart. Some of you have read some of those poems that, and over the years I've had so many comments about how people didn't just read those poems, they could feel them. And that, that was something I just, I can't put into words. I wasn't sure how to describe any of that because I was just trying to understand why I suddenly became a poet. So, at the very end of my book when I was finishing up the manuscript there was a poem I'd written about Jim Morrison and I'd like to read it for you it's called The Renegade a, tri a tribute to Jim Morrison fame burned holes throughout your frame allowing insanity to become a game visions were painted within your mind by refusing to become one of the blind. But for describing all the system's strains, they started pulling back on your reins. Fearing wisdom disguised in your words, the government declared you absurd. Politicians were building a barricade while the press screamed at the renegade. They wanted to trap you in a cage, then crucify you with their rage. There's no pain or hurt once you've died, and you needed some sanctuary to hide, but your moment in time has carried far, following the travels of your shooting star. For me, I think my, my favorite lines in that poem was, there's no pain or hurt once you've died, and you needed some sanctuary to hide. I remember in one of the interviews I watched after Morrison had passed away, I believe it was John Dinsmore who said until he heard Jim talking about needing sanctuary, he never understood how much pain that his soul was feeling and he described it I believe as that Jim had a tortured soul I don't know what why it is that it seems like I found this spiritual connection to Morrison but by the time I had gotten 
finished writing my first, you know, three, four manuscripts, there were many times in some of the poems that as I shared them on the internet sometime around 2002 when I first started using the internet, many people would often comment how certain poems would remind them of Morrison, which for me, that was really an amazing thing to hear because they had no idea what type of influence that Morrison had had on me since I'd started writing these poems, basically like 10 years prior to going on the internet with them. When, uh, when I got to the second book, there were things I was seeing, might not have understood them, but I, I could see there was a certain pattern with some of these poems, and when I got to the fourth book, I really thought that it was going to probably be my last book. I kept my promise to Bill. I'd, I'd written four books. The thing of it is, though, I had no idea how to actually get them published. And I think the funny part about that is, is that those manuscripts were all handwritten into notebooks. And so it also became this this, I want to say, hurdle to uh, transform them into a publishable form, which meant that I'd have to learn how to type. Thank goodness computers came along when they did, as far as how they were brought in to the public, because that was long and tedious and you couldn't really fix mistakes once you typed a mistake like you can with a computer and so I'd managed to get all four books turned into a publishable form which would be uh, Microsoft Word and uh, now I still had no idea how to get a publisher. Anybody I made contact with, they did not take unsolicited manuscripts at that time. Well then, in 2004, there was an event that happened that basically made me become in a panicked rush to publish my first book and I'm going to tell you about that in our next show um, I'm trying to keep these shows down to around 15 minutes and well I've already gone past that so uh, I want to thank you for listening and I hope you're looking forward to the next show thank you for listening and God bless you all Peace.